The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another rendition of the Quick Hitter version of Catch and Shoot 2.0. Coming up on this week's episode, we welcomed good friend of the program and ESPN's front office insider, Bobby March of the Show. And Bobby gave us some nuggets, most notably about Giannis' contract status and the rest of the free agent class. It's really funny you mentioned Milwaukee because not only do they have that going on, they also have a big decision on what they're going to do with Giannis. Obviously, they're going to offer him the Supermax, but what does that do to their cap situation in a year that's going to be more in flux than any other? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the big decision whenever we get going in free agency. And, you know, he's eligible for Supermax. Um, it, it, it's going to be based off the 2021-22 salary cap. So it could be 230, it could be 250. He's going to be somewhere in between there. So when you lock up Giannis for 2021 and you've got Chris Middleton and you've got Brooke Lopez and you've got um, Eric Bledsoe and you've got, you know, George Hill for, this is for next year for 2021. That's kind of what your roster is going to be, unless you're going to, as I always say, it's addition by subtraction, right? Like if you want to move the pieces around then all right, who's the odd man out? Is it Eric Bledsoe? Is it the Indiana pick? Is it the Ersan Ilyasova non-guaranteed contract? That's kind of, if you want to shake it up, I don't think it's going to be the, 150 million that's owed to Chris Middleton still. Um, so that's, that's the hard part. And, you know, for Milwaukee, it's like, it's, it's funny we talk about them because they've won 75% of their regular season games. Right. But at the end of the day, everybody gets judged by the playoffs. You know, when you lose in the Eastern conference finals and you lose how they did this year in an Eastern conference semis, we're expecting better results. And now you've got the Giannis decision over, um, you know, hanging over your head and, if I'm Giannis, I'm probably playing this out. I, I don't know if there's a rush for him to go out and sign the Supermax on day one because um, I want to probably hold ownership's feet to the fire or the front office and say, like, what can we do with this roster? Can we change parts around? Because that offer is going to be there. You know, that offer is going to be there next um, for that offseason, and they're not going to trade him unless he comes in and demands a trade. And I don't think that's kind of his, uh, his character. What are some other big questions that you see out there facing, uh, facing some teams? Yeah, I think Oklahoma City is going to be interesting. I think what they do, I mean, they were a great story this year, um, getting to the playoffs after they moved, um, you know, with Westbrook and, um, you know, moving off of Paul George. I think what happens with Chris Paul, um, you know, he, uh, you know, he's got two years left at, I think, 85 million. And, um, you know, he had an all-NBA type year. Who's the coach going to be? What direction are they ready to kind of retool? Retooling in the Western Conference, as you guys know, this is not easy at all because you can go to the 14th in, you know, two months and you'll be down in the bottom with, um, you know, with Minnesota and uh, in, you know, Sacramento and some of these other teams. So I think what the future of Chris Paul is going to be is, um, is pretty interesting. I think what happens with Fred Van Vliet in Toronto um, are, is, is the, if Giannis doesn't sign an extension, are they going to take a conservative approach with Van Vliet and try to leave flexibility, um, you know, with, uh, with, with him? I think yeah, it would be a mistake not to, you know, lock him up long-term. What happens in Miami? Miami is the big question because of, you know, Pat Riley's been out. He came out, on, I think, on Friday and said it like he's leaving that, that 
cap flexibility box unchecked <laughs> for 2021. Like, and what do you do you know, with Dragic and Jay Crowder? Can you get those guys back on one-year contracts? You've got the BAM out of bio extension that's over, hangs over you. And if you lock up out of bio, it takes you out of free agency in, in 2000, um, in 21, if, if the cap stays a little bit low. So I think those are some of the, you know, the bigger storylines. I know AD is the main free agent. I don't see him going anywhere. I think what will happen with AD, AD in Los Angeles is that his contract, you know, what's the, what's going to be the length of the contract. Um, I think you're probably going to see a short-term contract, probably a, a two-year deal or maybe a three-year deal with a player option to get some back out in 2022. And, as I said, all that money that he left in, in New Orleans that he can recoup because now he can sign for 35% um, of the salary cap. So it's a singles and doubles free agent class, I call it, right? This is not last year with Kawhi and Kemba and um, Kyrie and KD, you know, some of these really Jimmy Butler, some of these big names, but you can find, you know, a starter. You can find role players with, with this group. It's just a matter of kind of going out and identify them. And as always, if you enjoyed that quick snippet of Catch and Shoot 2.0, why don't you check out the full version of the show with myself and my co-host, Otto Strong. New episodes drop every Wednesday, courtesy of Pure Hoops Media.